the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. No, don't put that in your head. It's fine. No, it's not fine. Good afternoon. Good Greetings. afternoon. Look at, see, we're being good citizens. We are. Uh, when you come in, please, would you join us as well? Don't forget to uh, give yourself a little hit of this. Yeah, if you're watching us on Facebook, and we hope that you are, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy, we'd like to ask before you enter our live stream, if you would please sanitize mm-hmm. your hands. And if you're not, if you're just joining us uh, over our wonderful terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. uh, before you touch the radio knob. We'd like you to sanitize your hands. Yeah. This stuff is disgusting. Isn't it? Where I, I, I can't stand it. So is anyone else having this problem? Hmm. Because I'm washing my hands so much, my hands are starting to crack right. in significant places. Like so then you're right putting here. cream on your hands, but right. it still doesn't matter. Right. So I guess that's going to be the way life's going to be. Right. Which the cracking of the hands makes you susceptible to infection. <laughs> well, I didn't think saying. about that until I did. you brought it up. I did because it's like an open wound. Well, thanks, right, you know? John. Now so I feel sudden, really terrible about it. I got, got a wound on yeah. my thumb. Right, because I'm trying to be clean. All right. So first off, it's Casual Friday, except John forgot. No, I, I just here's the deal. I did not forget. Um, I didn't have any t-shirts. Uh huh. I did. <laughs> but you look good. Thanks. You look good. Thanks. Yeah, I wore my this is casual. Beach lover T-shirt. The, you got it's like a that's a nice shirt. It, isn't this weird? Okay, Make so we look like I'm slumming. Look, we're watching grief. video, and there's our boss speaking of Casual Friday. Man, that guy. Yeah, but he's not doing Casual styling, Friday. Always looking good. That's right. Very I didn't nice. talk to him about Casual Friday. I no, talked you to you about Casual Friday. I meant to. I really oh, did. Okay, whatever. And, and uh, it didn't work out. But okay. that's what? It's not like I'm wearing a tuxedo or a top hat. I know, but geez. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz. Boo, okay, so. Boo, boo. Today we want to talk about empathy, and we want to talk about what it means to support people who are on the front lines of the fight that we are fighting right now. And by we, I mean all of America. I'm talking about our country in particular. Every country can look, you know, decide how they're going to think about their fight. For me, I am really getting tired of people who are in medicine or some kind of maybe they work at a grocery store or whatever being treated badly by people who are walked in and are freaked out. Yeah, I've heard several stories. People who stories. walk in and are freaked out. So, I mean, the, the people who are out there right now, those people in the ER or wherever, oh right? Gosh, I mean, the people, your, your garbage men, your the grocery plumber, store, the convenience store, right? Your pharmacy. People, yeah, my wife uh, went to Giant Eagle. She had to get a prescription for herself, and um, she walked up to you know the little sort of. Uh, area where the the tech was and she told me that the tech was kind of like hiding behind the the screen where the people check out and so my wife said she stuck her head around and said hey i just want to say thanks an awful lot for being here Mm. i needed this medication that's so good really appreciate you being here and she said immediately the woman got choked up and she said well thank you so much she said it's been such a horrible time i've received death threats standing here 
people are so angry. The tech at Giant Eagle received death threats. Can you believe this? Now, again, I'm looking on Twitter that today. Is not, that is not acceptable human behavior. No. It is not. I'm looking on Twitter. Somebody I follow said Good a friend great. of his works as a, as a checkout person at Whole Foods. During the break and lunch hour, the poor woman goes to her car to cry because people are yelling and screaming at her there. People... What about our empathy and compassion? I mean, this is only day five right. of the lockdown. We may be doing this for months on end. If five days into this or four days into this, we're losing our mind and we're lashing out at people who are trying to their best to help us, we need to be compassionate. We need to get it together. Surrender, please. Humble yourself. Right. And as we humble ourselves, pass the word to your family and friends, to your kids, to your neighbors. Everyone, please just mm-hmm. relax and be kind and loving. Represent the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in all your transactions as you go about your day. As hard as that is, and believe me, I'll raise my hand. It's difficult, right? Everyone's a little freaked out and stressed. Mm-hmm. But we got to come back to this. we got to right. come back to being kind to each other. Yeah. I mentioned this on yesterday's show. I don't know. I didn't even ask you if you wanted to talk about it, John. But I'm I'll bring gonna, it up. I'm just going to bring it up here in front of the whole I'll listening opine. audience. <laughs> As someone who has to go out every day, uh, it's scary going out. A little bit. It is. It's it's unnerving to have a job that requires you to go out. Right. And so I'm not, however, working in an ER. So I'm not asking for your pity. I'm not working as a tech in the pharmacy at Giant Eagle and getting death threats from somebody. So I have it easy. But the little bit that I do know, having to leave my family every day, be the one that goes out, it's a different type of stress. Mm-hmm. And so it is helpful for people who are at home to support those of us who can't be at home. Yeah. Is that, do, do you think that that's a fair way to say it? 100%, yeah. So uh, my wife's working in a small business. She owns a small business. Up until yesterday, she was pretty much open. Today, because Governor Wolf said shut it down, she shut it down. Um, my, I got a college-age kid. I don't think he's left the house. I don't think he's even gone outside. Well, he's embracing the whole quarantine thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I do that. You know, I feel like we're going out. Look, the um, the grocery stores seem to be recovering from the first wave yeah. of people sucking everything out. Okay, of them. so this is. I thought this was a misstep. I appreciate the fact that Governor Wolf is trying to keep all of us Pennsylvanians safe. I think that's wonderful and laudable. And I'm trying to stick by my words of I don't want to criticize our politicians who are trying to lead us in times when there are not easy decisions to make or a clear path forward. But when I read his directive last night, you know, to shut everything down, the first thing I thought should have been a part of it was him saying, you know what, if you're concerned about groceries, I don't want you to worry about that because we've got more than enough food. Mm -hmm. If you're concerned about toilet paper, don't worry about that. We have more than enough toilet paper because the way the press and I hope someone from the governor's office is listening as I say this, the way that it was communicated was fear inducing. And I don't think that that was helpful because there aren't problems at the grocery store and no. there isn't a shortage of the most supply of the chain things is that, strong. The supply chain is strong. So that I think would have been helpful to start with. That would have been your lead. And then to talk about the shutdowns. That's just how I feel about it. Right. And again, it just goes, it's another example of people sort of losing perspective of right. where they are in this particular space right. and time. Right, right, right. Again, I, I just think as believers, 
we can do better than this, mm-hmm. right? We can lead this in some way. We should be doing better than the general population because right. Christ is with us. We are called yes. not to be fearful people. We are called to be people of hope. Yeah. So we should be doing this as kindly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Hey, more good news. What's that? Your weekend has begun. <laughs> it's 12 minutes past the 4 o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly, at no. least in this corner of the world, <laughs> things are a mess. <laughs> Things are a hot mess, is what they are. Oh, God. They are. They Don't are we need hope? We sure we do. We sure do need mm-hmm. hope. Hey, speaking of hope, uh, Daniel Darling's coming up next yeah. from the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. He's going to be with us in a minute. But also, we're streaming on Facebook. If you want to weigh in, say Happy Friday. Whatever you want to say, sure. I'll answer as many comments as I possibly can as the show unfolds. Facebook, 101.5 Word FM, or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Very nice. W-O-R-D. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New music. New music from Courtney Ramirez. Perfectly loved. I'm perfectly made. Safe by Neon Feather featuring Chris Cron. And Keep Me in the Moment by Jeremy Camp. Singing, the best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The man, the yellow man. Service Master. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow man, called Service Master. Hello? Is this thing on? Okay, uh, could I get a little more volume? Oh, whoa! Okay, never mind. It's fine. Just there, right where it is. Hey, if your AV system sounds like this, or if it sounds like this, or if it sounds like this, you need good sound. Uh, Guys, I think we lost... Uh, Okay, hey, we're back. You need good sounds. Good sound specializes in design and installation of audiovisual equipment for churches and schools. You might not need new equipment. An expert adjustment might be all you need to get the most out of the equipment you already have. So visit goodsounddesign.com. Oh, come on! Uh, that's goodsounddesign.com and click the $99 evaluation to schedule a general tune-up and review of your current AV system today. Because remember, if it can't be heard... <sighs> Let's try that again. If it can't be heard, it can't be good. Good sounds. Book now at goodsounddesign.com. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. We started the timeshare cancellation industry over 10 years ago because we were sick and tired of seeing good people lied to. We were the first, and we remain the largest. What makes us better? Our employees. My name is Lauren Gray. I'm a timeshare team manager. It's incredible to think that over 300 timeshares, 300 different methods we have to master. That's experience, the assurance that this is going to be done right, that we have your back no matter what the timeshare company throws at you. Today we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or 
You'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-838-2626. We're five days into the essential shutdown of the country. And a lot of people, I believe, uh, are on the verge, if not already, of being so consumed by the events of the coronavirus that they have started to lose hope. And I, I, I get it. If you're, if you're not following Christ in your life, then, of course, you're going to fall off a quick, a quick cliff of hopelessness. But as believers, we are called truly to be people of hope, our faith in Christ alone. Daniel Darling is with us to talk about hope. Daniel's been a regular guest on our show over the many years. He is vice president for, communi- for communications for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention, also a contributing editor to Christianity Today. Uh, and he joins us now. Hey, Daniel, how are you today? Hopeful, I hope? Uh, I'm good. You know, it's, it's um, I don't know about you, but, uh, you, you know, it kind of rises and falls throughout the day. Uh you know, as you just kind of look around and see both there's the fear of the virus spreading, but also I think the genuine fear about what this, you know, the shutdowns are going to do economically to people's lives and businesses. Yep. And so um, it's hard not to just kind of catechize ourselves by bad news all day and, and lose hope. Right. Yeah. Daniel, what state do you live in? What's that? What state do you live in? Uh, we're in Tennessee. Okay. Tell me what the closures are like for you guys. What kind of restrictions are you under? So Tennessee, I mean, the advisory is, you know, gatherings under, uh, under no gatherings over uh, 10. Uh, in in Nashville here, um, they've, they've essentially shut down the bars and restaurants. Um, they could do carry out. Um, I think they've advised that they haven't ordered it. So we're not a shelter in place like Illinois or New York or California, but um, okay. it's pretty bleak out there in terms of what, what things are open. Yeah. Are you yourself uh, in the office or are you working from home, Daniel? Yeah, I've been working from home for the last week and a half okay. or so. Uh, you know, the nature of my work is, you know, pretty easy to do from home. I do think of all those who, you know, that's not how they work and yeah. so how their lives are disrupted. All right. So, Daniel, talk about your community of people. I don't know if, if you want to talk about the people you work with or the people that you're going to church with or whatever. Maybe you have a large Twitter following, people you're hearing from online. How do yeah. you, like, give us the temperature of your community. How are people feeling? You know, I think people, uh, it, you probably go between uh, despair and hope quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, you know, when I think about our church community, um, you know, um, you, not everybody is as plugged in as maybe I am, so perhaps they're not being filled with the daily intake of, of bad news or the, the hourly intake of, of these things. Um, but they're, they're really rallying. You know, our church, particularly Green Hill Church here in, in Mount Juliet, um, is, we're, you know, we're feeding people, so people are coming by getting food to the, you know, we, we bring it to their cars, and there's kind of a food pantry open. We're trying to think through how to do services online like every other church in the country. Yeah. Um, in terms of my colleagues, you know, we're we're trying to buoy each other's spirits and do a lot of uh, texting and and uh, Zoom calls and trying to stay in touch with each other. And I think one of the things the body of Christ can do is, you know, we can encourage each other. So someone might be down and discouraged, and others might not be, and we can lift each other's spirits um, that way. And I think that's really 
what's important. You know, I've, I've said this a few times, but, you know, we have to be the people of hope. Um, mm-hmm. And even when things don't look really promising and things are very uncertain in a lot of ways, um, you know, we can cling to the promises we have in Scripture that, that God is sovereign, that He uh, His His hand is not shortened, as it says in Isaiah, uh, that He's got this thing, and we don't know what the end's going to look like, but, I, you know, we can trust Him. Right. I, I mean, for me personally, and Daniel, I don't know about how you work this, um, you know, as we talk and write and, you know, report on this, uh, what... It, what gives me hope, essentially, is staying away from the, the, the threat of chaos. And I, so I, I kind of set a rule for myself. If I'm going to watch or be in, in front of a screen for two hours, then I need at least to do half of that much time in mm-hmm. silence and praying. Because I, I need some kind of balance to flush myself clean of the hopelessness that is presented to me. Because I think, you know, there's a lot of that being broadcast now, hopelessness. So how do I find the true hope? I just need to sort of be on that seesaw and find that equilibrium of my hope in Christ. And I think that's Bible reading, engaging with other Mm -hmm. believers in conversation, being gentle with the people around me, myself, my own self-talk. All those things I think would give us or give me what I'm talking about, a measure of hope in the midst of this despair. That's exactly right. I mean, those are really good practices, and I've had to just kind of reevaluate that every day. And, you know, I've, I've come to tell myself, uh, I don't have to know every single new update because probably most of it won't affect me as much. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's something I think we think we have to always be on top of it, but there's so, it's not good for our souls to no. constantly just being formed by by despair, no, by bad news, no. by bad headlines. Right. So I think we need to balance that with, uh, you know, scripture intake is really important now, uh, getting away from our devices a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been playing hymns over and over as I work, and the hymns have really ministered to my soul in, in ways that uh, are important. And prayer and saying, Lord, uh, I'm getting up fresh this morning. Uh, give me fresh mercies and, yeah. and fresh hope this morning. Yeah. I think the last time we talked to you, Daniel, you were at the March for Life yeah. in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And uh, you were so kind. We were, like, you know, picking you up as you were uh, you jumping on a you bus You didn't know that was the biggest crowd you were going to be in for the next 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, think about that. Uh, what a whole different world. I, mean, I know. We were watching movies, and you're seeing people go around their lives and go to crowds. I'm like, we're in, like, a whole other world right now. It's really bizarre. But I do think we're going to get through this. Um, this is this, in terms of frameworks, you know, it reminds me a little bit of post nine eleven, but it reminds me a little bit of, and I was alive at the time. What I read about the World War II era, where there's a sense of shared sacrifice and coming together, and I think it's a combination of those. There may also be great opportunity for God to do a great work uh, here in America as we, as people turn inward, as people are desperate, as they recognize that they don't, don't have control of their lives, that maybe. Uh, people will turn uh, uh, to, to Christ in faith, and let's just pray that there's a great revival as a result. Of Amen this. to that. And I and I do that. I believe that's true. If God is going to do a great work, and of course God will and can do that, then we have to sort of raise our hand and say, "Use me, Lord. Mm-hmm, I'm showing you know, up. Let's let's be part of this. Right? Show up." Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, and God, you know, this may be the thing the church needed to, uh, for revival. This may be the thing that God is sending to America for ordinary people to realize that we don't have as much control in our lives as we think we do. You know, in normal times, we kind of go about our day, even those of us who are Christians, as if, you know, we don't really depend on the Lord. We kind of have our 
schedules and our lives and everything planned. And then when there's this massive disruption and so much uncertainty, you know, suddenly those passages in Scripture about really leaning on Christ uh, are, are, are vital. Right. But we trick ourselves, don't we, that we're in control the rest of the time? I mean, we're no more. A friend of mine just said this last Sunday, my friend Greg. He said, you know, we're not in any less control than we were a week ago. Mm-hmm. We're not in control, but we just goad ourselves into thinking we are, or trick ourselves into thinking we are, and God's not in less control now than he ever was. Mm, that's good. That's so true, yeah. And, uh, you know, we thought we were in control. And, and as Americans, you know, this we have this rugged individualism, uh, this spirit of independence. And God is really, I think, knocking some of that away from yeah. us, that we're, we're more vulnerable, we're, you know, things are uncertain. I've taken great comfort uh, in reading the Psalms. I mean, I read mm-hmm. Psalm 60 today. I was reading through Isaiah 40. And, you know, just, okay, things look really out of sorts. But the, and, and listen, we're going to cycle through hope and despair. I think it kind of works our way through, and we just have to go back to the same spiritual disciplines. And, and, and uh, even when it doesn't, you look around, you're just wondering, you know, when does the, I think the biggest thing that people are wondering in America is, okay, we can do this for a time, but when does this, like, end? Like, when do we go back to normal? And that uncertainty really eats away at people. Daniel Darling is with us. Daniel's Vice President for Communications for the Ethics, Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Commission Convention. He's also the author of several books, including Teen People of the Bible, Crash Course, The Original Jesus, and The Dignity Revolution. Daniel, uh, you're a father, right? Yes, I am. I have four children. What's that like? What's the conversation like? Well, I mean, the one benefit of this is spending more time with my kids because, you know, I'm not traveling, I'm not going to the office, so we're, we're hunkered down here. My oldest is 15 and my youngest is 8. It's a great, fun, lively home, you know, having to figure out how do we, how do we spend all these hours together yeah. in, in harmony here. Uh, but it's been good, and my kids are resilient, and just having good conversations with them, you know, about this is what's going on, uh, you know, we're trusting the Lord. And I think another angle, another conversation that's really important is we're all doing this. We're all sacrificing, staying indoors, setting everything down in a drastic way. Why? Because we care about the most vulnerable among us. I mean, to me, this is still a good uh, mark of our society that we're willing to shut everything down at great cost to save uh, the elderly, the vulnerable. It tells us that we still value those people and see dignity in those people that they're, we don't see them as disposable. We want to save them, yeah. save them, and I think those are good conversations we can have. I'm into that. That's good. Well, Daniel, thanks for being here today. I know it's tense for everybody, and uh, I know a lot of people just want to go, you know, put their head under a blanket and not do anything until it's all over. But yeah. we thank you for weighing in. We do. Well, thank you both for what you're doing, and I think the, the service you're providing right now may be one of the most valuable things we have uh, to be able to go out through radio and give people the hope of the gospel. That's very kind. Yeah. Appreciate it. Daniel Darling from the uh, Vice President for Communications at the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. I like that picture Commission. of Daniel. Yeah. If you're watching us on Facebook, oh, it's gone. But it was there a minute ago. Author you can of watch the, the live stream later and see what you There, it's back. It's like magic. Author of The Dignity Revolution, Daniel Darling. Take a break. Come back. Um, Dr. Doug- Anthony Fauci. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready, and you're assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. 
You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't just have a low-pressure sales approach, we have a no-pressure sales approach. At OMF, you'll never feel pressure to buy when you're not ready. You can feel free to shop around, test out our mattresses as many times as you need to, and quiz our team on anything about the mattress industry. We're here to help make your mattress buying experience better, not pressure you into a purchase you're not ready to make. Stop by an OMF store today to experience the no-pressure Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Licko Chops with Omega-6, Omega-3, Vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licko Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The message, Liberty Mutual Insurance, customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need, is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you can customize your coverage so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. College, career path. These are major decisions high school students face. Help your child go from anxious and overwhelmed to confident and clear about the future with help from experienced career coach Emily Milius. Visit launchconsulting.io to learn more. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly cloudy. It won't be as windy, but it will be much colder tonight. Low 27. Partly sunny and cooler tomorrow. High 43. Mainly clear tomorrow night. Low 24. On Sunday, a mix of clouds and sunshine. High 50. Mainly cloudy with rain Sunday night. Low 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Jonathan Reed. John's disinfecting moment by moment. You never know when it's going to come in. I hope there's a lot of disinfecting going on in the other studio. Uh, new Mike is sick again today. Classic Mike filling in. And guess what? It's classic Mike's birthday. Hey, we're saying that on the air. He is 29. Classic Mike, happy birthday to you, my friend. Look at There's Aaron back there. Very She's good. producing another show. Happy birthday. I, oh, Mike, happy birthday. 
First of all, thank you for being here today and filling in for uh, New Mike. And happy birthday to you. Now, one of Mike's favorite things to do is to go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Not, not now. How's that happening tonight? You going no. out for dinner, Mike? No. Nope. We know, okay. we were we'll delay the birthday celebration, the classic Mike. Delay it for a couple more months. Exactly. We're, we were wondering about uh, Fish Sandwich Friday. Yes. Lenten Friday. It's not happening. It's canceled. It's, it's canceled. all canceled. It's all canceled. Everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. I was looking forward to a fish sandwich. All right. So you know how when there is an issue happening, whether it's a natural disaster like a hurricane or it's something like an earthquake or a fire or yeah. whatever, you see the national leaders on television and they become celebrities. Yeah. Okay. So Anthony, Dr. Anthony Fauci is one of these celebrities. Yeah. I was so concerned yesterday. I hadn't seen him in a couple of days. I thought, where's Fauci? Right. Because generally he's been at you know the right hand of mm-hmm. President Trump during these longer press conferences, then he would speak, right? Offer reassurance, exactly. Some insight. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and so of course he's at the right hand of the president right now. There was a terrific profile of him in today's Wall Street Journal. I have to share parts of it oh, with you. Oh, please do. First of all, is the man fascinating to you? I love him so much. He's 79 years old. He looks like a rock. He's he, like super he's solid. smart and capable. He's ready to go. Well, you're going to know why he's ready to go after I tell you what this article says. It says, uh, this is by Ben Cohen and Louise Radnovsky. And they write that Dr. Anthony Fauci has been running the same federal entity through some of the worst crises of the last half century. Really? AIDS, anthrax, swine flu, Ebola, and now a coronavirus pandemic that has turned this infection disease expert into the most influential person in American public health. He's also been running for almost the entire time. What? Yeah. For most of his life, a long run was built into his insanely busy schedule. Okay. It was as routine to him as eating breakfast or eating dinner. He did not have to remind himself to do it. He could not wait to get out there. No kidding. Quote, not only was it every day, but there was literally almost nothing that could stop us, said Mike Goldrich, the former chief operating officer of this same agency, who happened to be Fauci's running buddy. Ice didn't stop us. Snow, rain, heat. We're big fans of (laughs) Gore-Tex, he said. But now there is something slowing him down. The greatest challenge of Fauci's distinguished career is now so demanding, he cannot pause in his 20-hour Work days. He's 79. He's working 20 hours a day. That's 20 hours. That's not good. It took a pandemic for the 79-year-old workaholic to resign himself to walking several miles on weekends. Okay. Now, he made sure to say that running is not unsafe right now. It's good to get outside, whatever. But he's 79 years old and running is starting to hurt his back. He said, okay, so now he's a power walker. But listen to this. Fauci used to be a marathoner. His personal record was 337 in the 1984 Marine Corps Marathon he completed in New York. Um, Another Marine Corps Marathon, 352 in 1990. And he was always a lunchtime jogger. He said it was a total stress reliever for him. So listen to this. This is what they would do. Um, He had a a group of people that he would run with. And... um, even though he was serving under six different presidents. Did you know this? No. Six different presidents. Uh huh. He's been leading this agency since 1984. He won the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 08. Since 84. He's seen every public health problem we've had, right? But this whole time, this is his schedule. He wakes before dawn, gets to the office at 6.30, and protects an hour in the middle of the day 
to run or as close to noon as I can make it. So this is what they did. When noon hit, these two people, Goldrich and Fauci, would change their clothes, run, shower in exactly an hour, and then they would eat back at their desks afterward. That is cool. They said the glory of it was because they were doing that every day, they could eat anything. I'm sure. He said, everybody used to talk about how skinny we were. And I was like, look, we can pretty much eat whatever. Crushing it on the road. Okay. So uh, Goldrich said, it was interviewed and they said, well, how do you feel about the fact that Fauci can't run? Like he's too busy right now and his back's hurting to run. Does that make you worry about him? He said, listen, even though Fauci is not running during the crisis, he said, I know this man and I suspect he's sneaking in some exercise at, quote, ungodly hours. While others who worked closely with him find themselves oddly uplifted that all those hours of exercise have kept him in shape for perhaps the battle of his life. I'm comforted that Tony is there, he said. He's fit and Functional. Fabulous. Tony Fauci. Dr. Tony Hero. Fauci. Yeah. Okay, so with that... Uh, no one better be crabby with Fauci. Please do not. Okay? No, love this guy. Just support Fauci. Uh, on a interview today with uh, NBC News, he says, I cannot see that all of a sudden, next week or two weeks from now, this is going to be over. I don't think there's a chance of that. I think it's going to be at least several weeks. I'll take several weeks. I'll take several weeks. Okay. All right, I mean, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy July to do it. or August or okay. maybe longer. Okay. Right? Okay. Dr. Fauci. I want to do the right thing. Stay inside. If you can stay inside, listen to our uh, elected officials and Fauci, who knows what's up. Stay inside. We're going to talk about prayer in a few minutes. Things you can do. 101.5 WORD. So, yeah, things are a little weird right now. So at Word FM, we offer a little bit of normalcy to your life. Inspiration will not be canceled. Conversations will not be canceled. The good news of Jesus will not be canceled. Hope will not be canceled. Use your smart speaker to stay connected. That's a smart choice. 101.5 WORD. Always open for encouragement. Hello, friends. It's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the spring house is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresh from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table, and our catering team even created a special take-and-bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and, best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Springhouse to you. We love you. Choosing your child's school is a big decision. You want more than a great education. You need an education partner with high academic standards who respects your values, offers a safe place to learn, and where your child is known individually. For 35 years, Eden Christian Academy has provided ACSI-accredited college preparatory academics and a strong spiritual foundation of character and faith for students in preschool through 12th grade, where they're prayed for, known, and valued for who they are. 
Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Everything that we do in the office is to provide a comforting feel to you and your family. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We do value the time that you spend at our office, and we understand that you don't have hours and hours because lives are crazy nowadays. But we want to really make sure that the time you're spending with us is efficient and effective and works for you as an individual. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. How's your prayer life been? If anything makes you sit up straight and pray to the Lord of the universe, it's calamity, right? It's disruption. And I I hope that all of us would commit to a stronger, deeper prayer life because all of a sudden, some people have got a ton of time. So instead of us sitting mindlessly in front of Fox or CNN or whatever Mm -hmm. webcast you're watching and wringing our hands with great despair, I think that we need, as I said earlier today, we need to find a balance. What is the amount of balance in our life? We're going to, you know, ingest all this stuff, all this fear, all this anxiety. What's our response to that? How do we make things soften? How do we stay connected? How are we kind first to ourselves, then to our spouses and children, to our people at the grocery store or the world at large? I think you know the answer here already, right? If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you get down on your knees on a regular basis and you pray. And if you are not a believer, whatever you call this, as a portal, as an entry, right, to just be in touch, in conversation. AA talks about, you know, my higher power. Now, I'm not going to go into that, but people need something to cling on to hope with. Mine is Jesus Christ, the Lord of the universe, and I have complete confidence in that. But people need some hope. Mm-hmm. And with it, within that, you do need to take time to pray. I, let's take a minute here and pray. You want, yeah. Okay. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to be together in this radio ministry. And so as there is this fear and uncertainty and calamity in all of our lives, we ask, Lord, first for peace. First for peace in the breath of our lungs and the beating of our hearts that we can calm down and be in communion at this second with you right now in communion with you, Lord, that your will is the creator of the universe. Your will is first and foremost. And so no matter what our fear, no matter what our consternation, no matter what our concerns, complete and total trust in that, and that you are so mighty and so majestic that we humble humble ourselves as we come before you at this moment. And as we do, Lord, we ask first for peace for those who are sick, for those who are in turmoil right now in hospitals, 
people who are clinging to life, people who are just finding a diagnosis with this disease, that the the virus will be lifted from them, that you will give them healing. We ask for those people who are on the front lines ministering that care, that you're with them as well, that they have the wherewithal, the intellectual and physical spark to move forward another day. We ask, Lord, for the young and the strong to be on the front lines, also for our leaders, the president, his staff, for the governor, the mayor, for everyone who's making decisions that affect our lives, that you are with them in those decisions, Lord. For our scientific community, as they bear down, looking for a, 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 a way to find our way out of this, that there is hope in a, in a way that a virus will be eradicated, however long that takes. Most of all, Lord, for silence in our own hearts, that we turn down the din of fear, that we pause, and that we're at peace as we come before you. Give us peace, Lord. And in that peace, allow us to be of service to those who are lost, to those who are suffering. Give us peace. Give us strength. Give us hope in the power of who you are our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Each day on The Ride Home, we've been doing a segment called Tips for Navigating the Coronavirus and Staying Sane. Well, prayer is your number one weapon. Without a doubt. It's the what a great one gift weapon. it is, oh is it not? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding Fabulous me? Fabulous gift. Are you kidding so me? So avail yourself of that gift regularly throughout right. the day. We were talking in our last segment about Dr. Anthony Fauci, who you often see at the right hand or left hand of uh, President Trump during his press briefings. And you look at him and you think, wow, that's someone who's so accomplished and understands so much and is so wise. The God of the universe made everything that we see and 99% of it we don't even understand or can observe. We're just along for the ride. So if you are if you are admiring people who are wise and people who are competent as you should, boy, take a step back and just worship the God of the universe mm-hmm. who knows the first day of our lives, the last day of our lives and understands all the intricacies of this. Now, why is it happening? It's not for us to know. I don't know. There was an article in CT uh, by Jen Pollock Michelle, and in light of what you said, John, I thought it was important to bring up. I'll try to post it on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, because she lists 20 prayers to pray during this pandemic. They're all really short, but I was so edified looking at these today. Can I share a couple with oh, you? Oh, yeah, please do. Okay, they're just they're one-sentence prayers. Uh, one of them is, uh, for our scientific community, leading the charge to understand the disease and communicate its gravity. God give them knowledge wisdom and a persuasive voice how about that here's another one for those with mental health challenges who feel isolated anxious and helpless god provide them every necessary support um how about this for international travelers stuck in foreign countries oh my goodness you know people are god help them return home safely and quickly for christian missionaries throughout the world especially in areas with high rates of infection god provide them with words of hope equip them to love and serve those around us um for workers in a variety of industries facing layoffs and financial hardship god keep them from panic inspire your church to generously support them you know i I appreciate that prayer and i've been thinking about this a lot lately you know for those of us who are in an adequate financial position this is our time to step up 
Yeah. Don't wait for the government to give somebody a $1,000 check. If you have $1,000 that you can give to someone you know who needs it, now's the time. Mm, without a doubt. You know? Yeah, you can do that. Um, here's another uh, prayer she lists. For college and university students who, whose courses of study are changing, whose placements are canceled, whose graduation is uncertain, God show them that while life is uncertain, their trust is in you. And the last one she lists is this, and let's all pray this together. For frontline health workers, we thank you, God, for their vocational call to serve. We also pray, God, keep them safe and healthy and their families safe and healthy. Help them to be knowledgeable about the diagnosis and treatment of this disease, as well as the changing protocols. God, help them to stay clear-minded in the midst of the surrounding panic. God, deliver them from anxiety for their own loved ones, for their own aging parents, their kids, their spouses, their roommates. God, give them compassion for every patient in their care. Provide for them financially, especially if they fall ill and are unable to work. And God, help Christians in healthcare to exhibit extraordinary peace so that many would ask about the reason for their hope. Give them opportunities to proclaim the gospel. Amen, amen, amen. And amen. amen right? Hey, um, as part of our, our, our prayer life, um, a couple of years ago, a friend of ours turned us on to an app. And almost every day, I, I tune into this app. I it's, tune into it every day, too. It's altered my life. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. The, the app is called, write this down and check this out, Pray As You Go. Go to the uh, you know your app store. Pray mm-hmm. as you go. It's produced by I believe the Anglican Church of England, mm-hmm. and generally, um, I mean it's every day. It's six days a week. Um, generally, it's thirteen to fifteen minutes long in length. It combines music, scripture reading, silence, reflection, teaching. It is a wonderful app. I love it so much. I love it. I look forward to it. It's the very first thing I do when I wake up in the morning before. This is something that I've I've tried so hard to do since I read a a book that I've talked about multiple times in the the winter. And that is to do something scripture-related, as in read it or listen to it before I look at my phone. Yeah. Especially in moments like this, you turn on your phone, or if if you're in media like us, you are just down a rabbit hole of 18 stories you have to read and master and understand and everything. I do this pray as you go first thing. Mm -hmm. And then once that's done, take a deep breath. Yeah. And then you can start your work. I would say so. Yeah. Pray as you go. Look on the app store. Wonderful. Uh, the only day, you know, they, they, they sort of do a prayer like um, fri- for Saturday into Sunday, you know. But I, I always wait. I always skip Saturday prayer and then I wait till Sunday because Sunday's mm-hmm. the first day of the week. But you'll see. It, it is so beautifully well done. Highly recommended. I'm also curious, you know, as, as I found this and you, Kath, as well. Are there other prayer apps that are out there? I bet there are a ton there? of prayer yeah, apps. So yeah, we'd are, like, yeah if, you, if you have a prayer app. Or a scripture reading app or something that you like on a daily basis. We'd love to find out about it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We're streaming live, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook. And um, if you'd be so so kind, go there and put your favorite prayer book, app, whatever it is, something that we as a community can be aware of that we ourselves would use as well Mm -hmm. to, to strengthen us, to put hope into our lives in these weird times. Yeah. All right. We take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. We're going to come back. Uh, we've got lots more ahead. Uh, yeah, we're five gonna t- o'clock oh, hour. A kid-friendly, kid-friendly explanation of how to wash your hands. Friends, <laughs> yeah. you need this. Yeah. And five o'clock, a pastor here locally who had COVID and is now together. Day and night shaving enjoyable. We think we've got it down to a science, actually. It starts with the most important stuff, our five-blade cartridges. 
They're strong, sharp, and made in our world-class German factory. Our craftsmen are a meticulous bunch. They're obsessed with quality, which is why we offer a 100% money-back guarantee. As for the handle, it's grippy and weighted for extra control, even when wet. Lastly, we have this whole no-ripping-people-off policy, which means we keep our prices fair every day. Take our blades. They cost as little as $2 each, because we think more money in your pocket is as enjoyable as it gets. When you're ready to start shaving the enjoyable way, get your Harry starter set. It includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover, all for just $3. Free shipping included. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388 at checkout. Harry's, engineered for enjoyment. Gold is on a run again. Experts say the coronavirus could tank global economies, so investors are heading for safe havens to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and watch your accounts dwindle day by day. Head for safety and catch the gold rally now. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns, and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers just like you. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-600-4849 and ask about our free gold guide. Call 800-600-4849. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion, 800 When the original Mattress Factory opened nearly 30 years ago, there was no one like us in the industry. Our factory direct model and friendly, courteous sales approach enable us to build quality mattresses and box springs and offer them at prices that were hundreds less than the mainstream brands. This is Greg Trzynski, and we're proud to say that nearly three decades later, there is still no one like us. Where else can you find a locally hand-built product for hundreds less than any of the mainstream brands? Only at the Original Mattress Factory. Visit us at OriginalMattress.com. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue, but yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Politics can be, well, dirty. That's one mess Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh can't clean up. But we've got you covered on everything else, from water damage to smoke and fire damage. The man, the yellow van, called Service Master. So, uh, here's my strategy. I think everybody has a strategy. I can't wait to hear this. No, what is the strategy about? About touching things. Okay. So I get out of my car when mm-hmm. I get here. Yeah. And I've got, you know, uh, a container of the Clorox wipes. In your car? Yeah. Okay. And I, I pull one out and I close my car door and then I start to walk into the building. First, With the Clorox wipe? Yeah. My bag's in my left so hand. weird. My Clorox wipe's times. in my right hand. Yeah. I grab onto one door handle, walk in, grab the other door handle, walk in with a Clorox wipe, mm-hmm. walk up. Then I touch the elevator button with a Clorox wipe, get in the elevator, press the floor button That's with the impressive. elevator. That's impressive. That's a lot of consistency. Walk upstairs. No, I like it. Walk down the hall. Mm-hmm. Then we've got a code here. I press right. in my code with the Clorox wipe, open the door handle with a Clorox wipe, go, uh, go to my office door, turn the office handle with a Clorox wipe, throw the Clorox wipe in the trash. That's a good strategy. I'm impressed by that. Kind Just of inspired. Desperate times. Yeah. 
but I'm, I'm sure as, as I'm walking, I'm also going. I'm sure I'm missing something. <laughs> like, I have, I, I'm doing. Would you like to know my strategy? What? First of all, it's much less effective than yours, but I have to be honest about who I am, right? Um, I am using the pinky approach. <laughs> I've done that. The pinky approach. Yes, I have. I will you, be honest with you. The doors no, the in our building hook. are heavy mm. for opening with the pinky, but I feel stronger. I think my pinky is increasing in strength. Right. Yeah. And so then I do the elevator thing with the pinky, mm-hmm. right? But then what, at what point do you wash your pinky? When I get here. Okay. The first thing I do is I go in, I put my stuff and then I go wash my hands. Okay. So when, here's the deal. Okay. So when you wash your hands, are you turning on the faucet with the, the no, pinky, with, the infected pinky? I know, with my, with my wrist. Because it's one of those central things, so I just kind of like... But then what if there was, you know, virus on the, and then oh, your wrist would get, well, right? So, and then so, but I'm washing the wrist, I'm washing the fingers, I'm doing all these things, and then I'm getting the paper towel, and then I'm turning off the water with the paper towel. Uh-huh. Not with my hands. Right. It's not as good as yours. I like your the, approach. This, well, I'm here's here my here's my worry. I'm going to do this right now. My, I'm using the single. You're going to do it. I guess I need right. to do it. I the hate this sh- stuff. You guys, don't, why stop putting that just, on your face? Don't touch your face. Yeah. I'm using the single. I've sheet never method. known a person who touches their face as much as what John. What are you Hall? talking what is that about? about? Why? You've never said this before. Why? Well, that's because it wasn't an issue before. <laughs> just my face. Yeah. Okay, so I saw this video on Vox.com, and it's a kid-friendly explanation of how hand-washing with soap clobbers the coronavirus. It's really good. Yeah. If you've got little kids, you you should watch it. I'll put it on our page as well. But you would also benefit from it, especially there's an ultraviolet uh, like a, a video of like gross stuff on your hand oh, and really? then washing them and seeing what happens to it. It is pretty shocking. Oh, really? Really? It'll Wait. make you think that you need to do a better job washing your hands. Anyway, it's really good. The old ultraviolet scare technique. Mm-hmm. 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 Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a website that is called The Kids Should See This, which I think is a really cool idea. Yeah, I'm, not, cool. I'm not familiar with this website. But anyway, the very best way to kill viruses like the coronavirus is to wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water. Sing your favorite song for 20 seconds. Okay, sure. You know what I moved? To? I'm trying to do a different song every day because I can't sing happy birthday every day for three months. Right. How about I will times. survive? Right. We, we saw that. I will survive? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, who, who is it? Today I'm doing Indian Summer. What's Indian Summer? Farewell Indian Summer. You don't know that song? No. It's a classic. Really? Yeah. How about a springtime song? Yeah, it'd be better to do a springtime. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. you could do Easter Parade or something. Oh, yeah. Put That's a on. dumb song. No, it's a good song. I think it's dumb. No. That's dorky. Did you ever see the uh, movie that it's from? Yeah. The Easter Parade with Judy Garland. Yeah. I don't think that's a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good it's, one. I mean, you know, if it comes across the TV set, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I would not it. watch oh, that. Oh, I would. I would not watch well, it. Yeah. Easter I Parade. I feel like that. And on you know what? the Avenue. You know what? Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah, another one of our favorite yeah. movies. I feel like that's overrated. Do you? Yeah. And you know what I feel like is underrated? Hmm. The movies that she did with Gene Kelly. Oh, how could that they, be underrated? It's because Gene I don't Kelly, think people don't talk about Judy them Garland. very much. People talk about A Star Is Born, or people mm-hmm. talk about Wizard of Oz. She was at her. She was in her element. She was having, it seems, the best time of her life when she was performing with Gene Kelly. Uh, yes, yeah. I don't know, if poor Judy the Garland, po- if she your, ever had the best time of her life. What's your favorite Judy Garland movie? Probably A Star Is Born. I love that movie. 
Come on, that's got everything in it. It's pathos, angst, great talent, self destruction. You don't you don't like that movie? I despise that film. Why? I that hate one? that. I hate every version. Oh, I don't. No, I hate I don't. that version. No. I hate the the Barbara, Barbara Streisand. Streisand, Chris Christopherson oh, version. Come on. And I hate the I did not. Lady I Gaga, that. Bradley that was a great Cooper movie. Oh, that was a fun. Oh, it is so I like horribly. It. No, no, no intrusively difficult it's just like carrying a heavy load Any, for two hours here, here, the, the, anyone born with a great gift is prone to self-destruction yes that's the message so I protect yourself and your gift that I has been given it. to you and i would listen to that statement from you and that would be enough i would not have to watch a three-hour movie so that i could learn it <laughs> That's rough. So that's not on your weekend viewing. No. Star is Born. Can you imagine? Yeah, you know what's going to make I'm you feel watch- better about the coronavirus? Watch A Star is Born. I'm no, no, watch no, no. All five versions of it. No. Can you believe abs- what that's that would horrible. be like? No. The Pirate. Listen to me. The pirate. Judy Garland and oh, Gene no, Kelly. That's... It is campy and weird. Super cheesy. And it is wonderful. Super cheesy. It is great. Because, first of all, it's like in Technicolor. You kind of go, I Whoa, love it. Whoa. It's a the little Pirate. Bit too much. You're going to love it too. I know it. Cheese Bowl. Don't listen to him. Hey, uh, he wanted you to watch A Star is Born during a pandemic. Pastor Paul Roberts. Oh, we're so excited. Five o'clock. He was infected with the coronavirus. He's back. Eastminster Presbyterian Church in East Liberty. Don't miss this. We're super excited to hear the story of recovery. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Stocks sank to their worst week since the financial crisis of 2008 as traders went into full retreat out of fear the coronavirus will plunge the U.S. and other major economies into deep recessions. The Dow Industrials extending their weekly loss to 17%. The White House says the U.S. and Mexico will close the border to non-essential travel to help stem the spread of the coronavirus. There will be no ban on people traveling for work or other essential activities, and there will be no halting of commercial traffic. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says the U.S. and Canada have reached a reciprocal agreement under which they will now be sending back Mike legally anywhere at the border. The Dow dropped 4.5% today, down 913 points. The Nasdaq off 271, and the S&P fell 104. This is SRN News. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Solo tomatis con tomar con tortilla. Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months. Feeds a family of four, food for a year, and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say food, dial pound 250 and say food, dial pound 250 and say food. 
or give online at wordfm.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-600-3010. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-600-3010 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-600-3010 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-600-3010. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. Mainly cloudy. It won't be as windy, but it will be much colder tonight. Low 27. Partly sunny and cooler tomorrow. High 43. Mainly clear tomorrow night. Low 24. On Sunday, a mix of cloudy and sunshine. High 50. Mainly cloudy with rain Sunday night. Low 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Jonathan Reed. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition. The skin on my hands is going to fall off. You think? There's would been you, so much washing and this work. Would you wear gloves? No. I wore gloves yesterday. I, you you did not wear gloves yesterday. You tried. You wore one glove and the other one you put on backwards. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't think that actually is wearing gloves. <laughs> I wore a glove. A glove. <laughs> you wore a glove. Um, I, I don't know. I, my wife brought home a box of 40 gloves and yeah. I, somehow I feel compelled. No. But, but here's the deal. Like I said this yesterday, to use the gloves properly, you've got to put some talcum powder in. You don't have but to put talcum powder in. You do in. because no. you get all sweaty. No. Well, then how long are you going to wear them? Well, I don't know. I mean, Okay. But see, now I said this yesterday, but if you're wearing gloves, you have the 
capacity to do all the same things that you were doing if you weren't wearing gloves. I mean, if you touch your, if you're wearing gloves all the time, right. it's the same as not wearing gloves because you're touching all the same things. And if you touch your face with the glove, the glove is as dirty as your hands would be. So that's the key. Don't touch your face while you're wearing the gloves. I, well, I went to or shop. You could, or you could just not touch your face and wash your hands. No, no. I went to like um, uh, Shop and Save today and uh, the, the checkout person was wearing gloves. I, I, that's fine. I think it's right? anybody. They're touching can filthy, use their disgusting own money. Sure. Okay, but if they touch the filthy, disgusting money and then touch, and then their, touch face. their face, it doesn't matter that they're wearing gloves. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Right. So if I'm, I, th- I think the best option is to wash your face as much as possible. Listen wash to me. I sound like an epidemiologist, and yet I'm not. We are not. No, we I not went to art one. school. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen <laughs> to my medical. <laughs> I was a theater major. Oh, oh my god! Oh. This is us uh, yesterday. If you're watching on Facebook, this was us disinfecting our studio yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, beautiful. Mia, look, I'm telling Kath what to do. <laughs> Like, can we see that again? Could you play that one more time? Oh, that's awful. It's kind of, that's... Like, like, I'm walking in, and I go, well, like, I'm touching my face as yeah. I'm, and then I, t- oh, oh, that's the worst cleaning ever. And then I ever. tell Kathy. You're like, touching your face and then pointing to me about how I'm screwing it up. <laughs> this is our work environment really at Word horrible. FM. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I had a terrific experience last night, and I thought it would be I thought it would be fun. Yeah. It ended up being way more enjoyable than oh, I thought so it was cool. going to be. I'm so sorry. I missed this. Yeah, I know. And I meant to text you, and then I got excited about it anyway. Uh, my good friend Paul Cosentino of the Boilermaker Jazz Band had a live concert on Facebook last night. Cool. It was broadcast from his living room with four of his bandmates, and they did a two-hour concert, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Wow. And, you know, we've spent the week, you know, my family watching movies and, you know, talking about books and whatever. Yeah. Last night, we just watched the concert it was such a good time That's i loved cool. it i mean boilermaker jazz describe music it's swing and so if you like to dance, oh. you like a Lindy Hop, type, that's that's what they do. Paul's it playing was, the clarinet. And singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it was just really, really good. And there are all sorts of live concerts that are available to you now because people in the gig economy oh have, have lost their income. It has just dissipated overnight. Right. And so the way Paul did it last night and the way all sorts of people are going to do it now, um, he's not unique in this, is that if you want to tune in and watch a live concert, you see at the bottom how you can give them them a tip. So you want to give them a $10 tip or a $20 tip or a $2,000 tip, That's cool. whatever you want to do to support them while they've lost their work, this is your way to do it. Outstanding. I loved it. Yeah. So so many other artists are following along in the same model. And uh, the Post-Gazette has a listing mm-hmm. which updates apparently every day. So um, the headline is Going Live, a list of concerts and performances in the virtual world. So tonight, uh, music by someone, Brittany Chantel. Okay. It's going on actually right now. Okay. Uh, there's also also dance shows, Islo Art. You can watch artists from around the world, including a couple from Pittsburgh, perform in their bedrooms while audiences watch. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, it's a dance performance. I don't know. The Public Theater is doing um, something called Playtime. New online reading series continues Friday with excerpts from Shakespeare's Henry V. Oh, that's awesome. I like that idea. The Quarantine Cabaret, 9 o'clock Friday. City Theater uh, also involved with this. Something called the 99 Chronicles uh, readings. Then there's uh, music tomorrow. Uh, Liz Berlin, The Optimist. Comedy. You can see some stand-up comedy streaming. Mm -hmm. CLO Academy. So... They're out there. That's I mean, wonderful. Easy to find to engage and help local artists who are being crushed like a lot of people are with uh, the demise of their income. 
My friend uh, Anton DeFade, Pittsburgh area bassist, is going to be doing a show tonight, 6 to 7, with Mariko Reed, bass and vocal, which I'm really looking forward to. Nice. Um, if you're a friend of Anton's, you can find all the information on Facebook. Um, whoever your local, your favorite local musician is, just look them up. Social media is the best way to find out what they're doing and uh, look for some way to support them. Very nice. Take a break. Come back. Uh, listen to this oh, wait. story. Oh, wait. Oh. Your weekend has begun. It's nine minutes past, ten minutes past the five o'clock hour. Things are chaotic. <laughs> just how it is. Pastor Paul Roberts, Eastminster Presbyterian Church. He got the uh, coronavirus, and he's on the mend. We're going to talk with him next. Okay. All right. I think it's time to talk to Marsha. Very nice. Right? It's that Friday, so it's that time. Marsha, is she there from the spring house? Hey, Marsha. How you doing? Hi, guys. Hey, Marsha. How are you holding in there, my friend? We are holding up okay. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. Tell us what's going on at the spring house. Okay, so yes, we're still open Good. because those cows keep on making milk. Right. So we, we have to keep on milking them and we have to keep on bringing it over to the spring house and pasteurizing and modernizing it and putting it in bottles. So we are here for people. Nice. As long as they're going to let us be, which I think they're going to let us be because we have food. Fabulous. And um, so we are doing some fun take and bait packages and we're getting ready to start doing some deliveries and we'll get that up online this weekend just for people that just don't feel comfortable getting out so we thought we'll just you know we have all of our kids are home and um college kids are home and the high school boys are home and they're like give us something to do we're like okay you can run food to people so i think we're going to try to do that for people too and gosh you just just really feel for everybody don't you heck yeah you do marcia these are really weird times but so the spring house we love their food you can do uh delivery maybe right and some takeout as well stop by and have yourself a meal seriously you know to to ease your fears and anxieties the spring house a full belly of that fabulous stuff that's good stuff to go marcia hey people want to call you give us your number Sure, 724-228-3339, and we're happy to run people out to the curbside, too. Fabulous. Call and say, can you gather this stuff up for me? We'll do it, bring it up, run it out to you, whatever you want. Nice, Marcia. Stay safe. We love you guys. Thanks, guys. Everybody out there, too. 101.5 WORD gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness. Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and 5000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness, plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. Be kind to others and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the Kindness Challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. 
If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. We talked to Jay Warner Wallace last week. He's a uh, cold case homicide investigator who's worked for many years in the state of California. And we were talking about a law enforcement perspective on a, a virus like this. And he said something I thought was so wise. He said, you know, there's a ton of fear. Obviously, all of us are afraid because we don't know what's coming. We don't know what is going to be required of us. We don't know what kind of stringent requirements they're going to be for us. But he said, once we start hearing from people who have gotten the disease and have recovered from the disease or, or are in process of recovering from the disease, that's going to help us. It's yes. going to kind of tamp down on our fears. It's going to give us a bit of rationality. It's going to help us to be more compassionate, and it's going to give us the gas we need to keep going through this. Amen to that. And something has happened within our circles here, within the Christian community in Western Pennsylvania. Pastor Paul Roberts is with us. Pastor Roberts has been the senior pastor of Eastminster Church for 16 years. Pastor Roberts has been ordinary ministry for well over 30 years, pastoring three churches in Western Pennsylvania. He himself on the road to recovery from COVID-19. Paul, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, John and Kathy. Uh, great to be on the show. I'll tell you, Paul, we were so upset when we found out you were ill, and then it wasn't long after we found out that you were in recovery, so we're praising God for that. Um, you have to know how important you are, not just to your local church community, but to so many of us in Pittsburgh. So talk about what this experience has been like for you. How did you know you were sick at first? Well, I, I uh, obviously had been paying attention to the uh, coronavirus as it was beginning to come into our uh, into our country, and um, last week uh, started feeling ill on Wednesday afternoon. Um, just uh, started uh, having aches and pains, and uh, then kind of lightheadedness and stomach uh, pains. Uh, and went home that night, Wednesday night, just saying, I am really off. Um, I knew to like immediately take my temperature, so I did. And sure enough, I was running a fever and uh, getting the chills. And then uh, that night, it just uh, continued to move. Um, you know, the fever did, the chills did. Um, now feeling like, you know, basically... Uh, you know, it's similar to what a, a flu would be, like you know, like a train ran over you or yeah, something, sure. and you just you just lose it all, and and had developed a cough, um, congestion. Um, so um, I, I, I got to just give you know just a shout out to East Liberty Family Healthcare Center. They were early on uh, requesting to get uh, kits to do testing, and and they already had had some kits last week. And so when I called in and told them about my symptoms, um, uh, unbeknownst to me, there had already been um, just a day or two earlier another um, a couple from our church who had called in. Um, I then uh, was told to come and do testing and just stay in my car, and they would come out and test me. And so they came out and tested me. 
Um, I then um, self-quarantined myself. They said, hey, until you get these results, uh, why don't you just, you know, stay in your home? Um, so I was, you know, taking those extra precautions they talk about. I immediately went home, stayed in the house. Uh, my family, uh, by and large, decided to stay uh, in their home, in the house as well. Um, and then the, the very surreal uh, call happened. Um, I should say before that, on Saturday, um, I got a call from the Allegheny Health uh, Department um, who called me to notify me that someone in our um, church had been diagnosed with the COVID-19, and one of them had been in our, in our sanct in worship that Sunday. Um, we then uh, immediately, and I, I can and I just say Allegheny Health Department has been just spectacular. Uh, with us. Um, they uh, immediately were contacting names of that person that that person had had contact with. They sent us a letter to send out to the congregation along with our own letter, and we sent out a letter to the congregation and um, kind of thought that's where we were. And then the next day on Sunday morning, I got the call from my doctor and then the Allegheny uh, County Health Department that I too had tested positive. Uh, we are now, we're then told we were under mandatory 15-day isolation. Nothing allowed to, you know, come out of this house, um, you know, just just basically locked down um, for the next 15 days. Um, and I was still, yeah, sick during that time. Um, uh, but as you've uh, been announcing, I, I've been recovering, yes. Right. So, Paul, in the in the peak of your sickness, how bad were things? Well, for me, they, they weren't really um, uh, all that bad. Um, like, you know, bad flu, um, you know, just no energy, no wanting to, to move, aches and pains, uh, headache, lightheadedness, feeling nauseous on and off throughout the day because you're running a fever. Um, when the fever breaks, then um, a lot of the pain of the aches and pains of the joints and all that start going away pretty pretty quickly. The thing I'm fighting with still today, uh, John and Kathy, is the respiratory part, which the COVID-19, you know, does hit. Uh, although my fever is broken, the aches and pains are gone, I'm still huffing and puffing. I got uh, congestion in the lungs, coughing. Um, so there's that part. Um taking asthma medicine to try to keep that down. Um, but that's the part that's been lingering for me, just to play uh, what I guess called a respiratory part. So, Paul, other than the two people who showed up at your church, two parishioners on Sunday, yourself, you're saying that no one else at your church has been infected by this. And especially when you think about, you know, you're bringing it home, your wife and your family must have thought, oh, we're going to get it too. Well, that, that, uh, John has changed as, as times, uh, have gone on. Um, there are a couple more people, uh, connected now to the church who have come down with the COVID-19. Okay. Uh, and, um, just to report my, my own family, um, uh, my wife and daughter, uh, became, um, pretty sick, um, the other night and they were tested yesterday. And so we're still waiting to get the report on um, how they're doing and how, you know, how the, uh, what the test results are for them. I see. 
Paul Roberts is the senior pastor at Eastminster Presbyterian Church in East Liberty, PA. We're talking to him because he was diagnosed with COVID-19, and he is in recovery. Paul, in the midst of this, how was your prayer life? Uh, John, you know, I I, would love to share that, you know, uh, we um, as the Christian community always have to remember we we see the world differently. We really do. I mean, although it was surreal um, to be, uh, you know, told that I had the COVID-19, I immediately was drawn to to the Apostle Paul, who says, you know, we're we're between two two worlds, Um, the world of going and being with the Lord and to continue in this world and to serve the Lord. Far be it between those two, but the better one is to be with the Lord. Um, but if he keeps calling us to serve, then we, then we serve with joy and gladness. And, and I would say that it's that peace that I'm reminding people to, to have, um, when they, you know, the doctor announced to me I had, um, that's what I immediately was drawn to. It's just this sense of, hey, um, I, I, we, we see it differently than the world sees it. We have confidence. I, I know, um, where I'm going. Um, I know uh, the the work that the Lord has set before me, and um, you know if it's if it's time to go home, let's go home. But if it's time to stay here and continue to serve, hey, that's wonderful and and what a joy. And and I think that you know that's just for me to remind our 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 Christian faith. I mean that that that's where we have to dig deep in our faith and in our prayer life to remember that uh, I you know I, I remember over and over again Romans 8 you know that there's nothing in this world that can separate me from the love of God found in Jesus Christ his only son I mean we lean on that don't we we trust in that yeah, and so yeah. yeah we we might have some fears and and yeah it was scary to you know this you know as our president says the unnamed <laughs> uh, battle we're having and and sure there's there's fear in it but mm-hmm. But it's different for us. We we are not afraid the way the world is afraid. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to go in different way. Yeah. Paul, that fear, you know, that kid, it jumps out and grabs you. You know, I know people, I have friends who are waking up in the middle of the night. I have friends that aren't able to eat or friends that can't stop eating or, you know, whatever it is. Um, what do you say? And I don't know if you're communicating with your congregation during this time or you're just on vacation or whatever. But what do you say to people who are really experiencing the fear in very different manifestations? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. I think at first is that, you know, um, we uh, make sure you're doing the precautions mm-hmm. that are supposed to be done. Listen to what's been, been said, folks. This is real. It is very highly contagious. You know, my my uh, wife and daughter were staying um, six to eight feet away from me during this whole time and whatever, but they've become, uh, they're, they're sick now. Um, you know, it is highly contagious. So please listen to what our mm-hmm. health officials saying, you know, limit uh, that, and, and that can help relieve, you know, wash your hands like they're saying, do the sanitizer, do all those things. But uh, again, um, you know, uh, Scripture tells us that perfect love casts out all fear. And and I have been trying to tell my congregation, let's really love each other well mm-hmm. during this time. Yeah. That's what helps here. Let's make sure we're getting on that phone and calling people and, mm-hmm. and talking and and praying with them and, and and sharing the love that we have for each other. You know, that's what makes us uh, feel better. That's what keeps the fear down is when we're in contact right. with each other. And, you know, our church has set up prayer lines 
We're doing live feeds. I've already been on Facebook Live for my congregation. Um, I've been trying as best I can to do daily um, devotions from our Lenten um, uh, devotional piece and sending that out live through that. We're doing Zoom now, um, and some of the small groups and stuff are figuring out ways to, to stay connected and doing that. I think fear goes down when we're talking, when we're listening to each other, when we're praying for each other, and most important, when we're sharing love. When we, when we share love and receive love, I'll tell you what, fear goes down. Fabulous. Well, Paul, as bad as the news was last week, um, we're certainly thrilled that you are on the road to recovery. And, of course, it goes without saying that our prayers continue oh, for yeah. you, your your wife, mm-hmm. your daughter, for the entire community at Eastminster Presbyterian Church in the East Liberty neighborhood. Yeah. Um, just peace be with you. God be with you. And uh, come back with full vigor yeah. soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for calling and just tell everybody, keep, keep that faith going, man, and love each other well. Amen to that. Yeah. Boy, it's good to hear his voice. It sure is. I heard about him being sick and it just, you know, just struck me like in the pit of my stomach. So he sounds strong. very gratifying to hear him as he is. That's right. Pastor Paul Roberts, yeah. Eastminster Presbyterian Church. Keep him in your prayers, please. It's good news, right? There's someone who's sick with COVID-19, yep. but on the road to recovery. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't have to be this gigantic ball of anxiety over these many months you've heard kath and i sing the praises of grove city college we do so because both kathy and i have children attending grove city we write the checks we're part of the community we know firsthand about the excellence of grove city I do believe that the education there is excellent and the uh, interactions I've had with professors, with the university administration, and just the experience of my kid. I mean, it's just been wonderful for our family to see her develop in a place that's committed not just to her education, but also to cultivating her calling in life. She feels like she's getting an individual approach while at the same time being a part of a great university environment. And that's it. You've seen your child develop. They walk in as a young freshman Four years later, they're going to come out as a fully formed, functioning adult with a really strong theological background, great friends that last a lifetime. To me, that's the essence of what a quality education is when your child goes to college. So if you're thinking about college for your child, we'd highly recommend you make a visit to Grove City College. It's a beautiful old campus Mm -hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful things. Make sure that your child puts that on their list as they go about looking at higher education. Grove City College. Look at it online at gcc.edu. Stop by for a visit and say, hey, John and Kathy sent me. That's Grove City College. Pandemic, market drops, elections. Don't let the noise and fear distract you. Where do you go for clarity in uncertain times? For experienced advice on planning for retirement, tune in right here Saturday morning at 10 for your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane. Or call Accurate Solutions Group now for help navigating these unprecedented times. 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Gold is on a run again. Experts say the coronavirus could tank global economies, so investors are heading for safe havens to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and watch your accounts dwindle day by day. Head for safety and catch the gold rally now. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns, and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers just like you. Find out about American Bullion's 
hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-600-4849 and ask about our free gold guide. Call 800-600-4849. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion, 800-600-4849. 101.5-WORD-FM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Mainly cloudy. It won't be as windy, but it will be much colder tonight, low 27. Partly sunny and cooler tomorrow, high 43. Mainly clear tomorrow night, low 24. On Sunday, a mix of clouds and sunshine, high 50. Mainly cloudy with rain Sunday night, low 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Jonathan Reed. America's Heartland, from East Liberty, where we just talked to Pastor Paul Roberts, to America's Heartland. Selena Zito is with us. Uh, Selena's been a regular guest on our show. She is the author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping America's Politics. Selena is a writer for the Washington Examiner and the New York Post. She previously wrote for The Atlantic and uh, spent 11 years here locally with the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Hey, Selena. How are you today? Hey there. Hey. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Selena, tell us, how are you? I'm fine. Good. I miss my family terribly. I'm a typical uh, yinger in that, you know, Sunday dinner every week with my parents. And then, of course, the 23 different birthdays in my family. And then (laughs) two weeks of vacation together. Yes. And seeing my grandchildren at least twice a week. So that part has been a struggle. Um, But I've been out there um, all over the country just sort of offering uh, these little essays of what's going on in these different cities and towns that began um, right here in Pittsburgh last Saturday. So what's the temperature in the country, Selena? Are people freaked out? Um, are they uh, angry or are, are some people at peace or is it just a big mix of swirl of emotion? For the most part, people um, are obviously concerned and I think the concern is more centered on the uncertainty Mm-hmm. rather than exactly what's happened. Okay. Uh, Americans have sort of, or what is happening. Uh, Americans sort of have this sense of like, okay, tell us what's coming. We're going to deal with it. And let's just get, let's just, you know, do that. Yeah. Well, we don't know. I mean, we think we know, we probably know, but you know, and, and, and between the uncertainty of exactly what will happen when it peaks, uh, which, you know, may happen over the next week to month. Again, we don't know. <laughs> um, you know, uh, people are just, for the most part, finding ways to help each other out. You know, and, and, and that's the thing that I sort of love about who we are. Now, if you go on social media, or <laughs> if you turn on the national news, I don't say that about the local news, but if you turn on national news, all you or see and or hear or and, and especially on Twitter is just, you know, oh, the, the worst examples of anything oh, that we could possibly get. It's unbearable. But, you know, 
my experience has been beginning in the strip district in Pittsburgh, um, how people were just showing up and either getting food to go or just buying gift certificates for their favorite, you know, um, uh, restaurants to help keep, you know, the doors open. Mm -hmm. You know, I see more of that than I see um, with the direness that you see on social media and the networks news. And, you know, people are finding ways, you know, to buy extra food and dropping it off to the Salvation Army. Why? Because the Salvation Army is the one that feeds our our most at-risk youth every day their lunch that they would normally get at the schools. And, you know, people are donating blood and, you know, um, forming chains of getting supplies to people in the neighborhood who might be having difficulty in uh, either leaving their home mm-hmm. or going out or sure. being mobile. So I see a much better world, I think, than we are led to believe that we are behaving. Excellent I mean, news. I was at a homeless shelter in Cumberland, Maryland, um, on, I don't even know, every day seems like the same day. Yeah. I don't know what they really, But, you know, there's, you know, here's a pastor and eight of the staff members feeding 200 homeless people. Wow. You know, and they're giving them 200 meals a day. Wow. So uh, I think um, we are very generous people. Mm-hmm. We are very kind people. And I, don't, I think that I see that more than I see anything else. Excellent. Selena Zito is with us. She is the author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping America's Politics. Selena, there's been a lot of talk about this. C- can you yourself compare and contrast today as opposed to the period right after 9-11? Because that's the, probably the closest thing that we have to see a national emergency like this take shape. Yeah, it's, it, it, you know, it, on 9-11, uh, while the immediate impact was sudden and loud and, and you know, visually scarring, um, it was also done right. in, within a matter of two hours. And, and we were able to see, see it and smell it right. and feel it. Uh, with this, uh, it's different. It creeps up on us. And, and it, it attacks slowly. And, and, and so in terms of what it looks like, it's different. But in terms of how we're behaving, again, I'm just going to go back to, you know, the, the, um, my, my experiences, whether I was in Pittsburgh or Youngstown or Cumberland or Kentucky, you know, I, uh, there's much more examples of us being our better angels than there isn't. Uh, but people are scared, for sure. I think... The thing that is most difficult for people to uh, be able to do is not see their family. I know. You know, you know, you know think about Pittsburgh. Yeah. Eight out of ten people live within four miles of the house they grew up in. Yeah. You know, we're cool. very connected to our mm-hmm. to our cousins. I mean, cousins are like siblings here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, you know, our, our grandmothers and our aunts served as little cell phones on porches. You know, <laughs> the, the, all the gossip just kind of, you couldn't get in trouble because you knew your aunt would have that information to your mother yeah. faster than any cell phone dial could ever right. do. You got that right. Uh, so th- those, are the, those are the things that, um, that that people are struggling with the most. Yeah. Well, Selena, thank you so much for being with us today. It's a good update. Really giving really us a window. Thank you so much. Very good if to hear. Want to follow, if people want to follow where I'm going, yes. they can just go to my website. It's just my name, selenazito.com. 
and they can um, sign up for the emails. Um, they're free. They're fun. They're not fattening. And uh, you know, um, it, it might it might do you. It might be a little chicken soup for your soul. Yes. To to see to see how we could use um, it, right? There you go. Yeah. Thanks, right. Selena. That's Selena Zito, author of The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. She's a writer for The Washington Examiner and The New York Post. She previously previously wrote for The Atlantic and spent 11 years as a columnist at The Trib nice. here in Pittsburgh. Follower, like she says. He's always a great read. SelenaZito.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O.com. We're going to come back. Week in review. What a week oh, has it been? Gosh. What did you like? Oh. What did you eat? What did you listen to? A conversation that made you think. What hacked you off? What made you happy? That more head. 101.5 WORD. At home, at work, or when home is work. We're here with the information, teaching, conversation, music, inspiration, and hope you need right now. Use your smart speaker to connect to Pittsburgh Station, sharing the word that changes the world. Okay. Find us at The Word Pittsburgh. 101.5 WORD. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings. Savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. What gives one company the edge over another? Maybe it's not one thing. Maybe it's taking care of lots of things that help a business run smoothly. In other words, Cintas. Cintas has products that help your people stay safe and apparel programs that convey the right image. They service fire protection equipment, deliver and stock restroom supplies, and make sure facilities are clean and ready. Because when all those things work together, you're in business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. At Quicken Loans, our 17,000 team members know that home is so much more than a house. That's because our clients tell us all the time. Hey, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. And we want to help you save money on your mortgage with some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates are historically low. You may be able to reduce your rate and save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. Pay off some credit card debt or put some money towards that new bathroom or kitchen you've always wanted. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%. APR 4.23%. That's right, 3.99%. While we can't predict what will happen in the future, we do know that rates have dropped and now is the time to save money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn how refinancing now may be the right mortgage solution for you. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Oh, the week in review. The week that's been. 
Yes, we do this uh, every Friday at, at this uh, time. 540, and we uh, take a look back, and we talk about things that, uh, well, let's talk about the things that we, well. We have some nifty audio that goes along with this, but New Mike is ailing. New Mike? He's oh. homesick. I talked to him this morning, and uh, it sounds like it's just a sinus infection, but okay. man, he sounded horrible. Did he this morning, anyway, we haven't been, we haven't been able to arouse him on the landline. Which might to, be good uh, news. It might be good news, Maybe or it might be slumber. bad news. I don't know what it was. Hopefully, he's sleeping it off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're going to go without the audio, and we're going to talk uh, about each element, though, as we usually do. So, John, okay, may I be the first to ask you what was everyone talking about this week? What was everyone talking about? The pirates. That's a lie. Okay, that was no, no one was talking. You wish no one was talking, was about, talking the about the pirates. Wouldn't it be nice if we were talking about the pirates in spring training uh, and their 100 loss season? Oh of course, none of that may happen. You know what everyone was talking about? Coronavirus 19. Right? I would like COVID-19. to, and I know this is going to be a big surprise to all of you, but I want to send out a special thanks to Tom Brady for deciding to uh, go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now to give us something. Something to talk about. Something in sports to talk about. Yeah, and the Steelers have made a couple of trades yeah. and some signings. Hey, Stefan Wisniewski is a Steeler. Hey. Yeah, Leo, his dad, has been a guest on our show a bunch of times. Dig that. And I was so geeked. You know why? Because I believe, if I'm correct about this, Stefan was um, drafted by the Raiders. Hmm. Okay, it's the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Do you? Do I? I mean, I hate the Raiders from a distance, but the Raiders really haven't been much of a you know. No, I know, but yeah, but time. the dislike transcends yeah, you know their generations their record. and decades. Yeah, it really does. Anyway, happy to have Stefan Wisniewski nice. as a um, as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Okay, number two, John. Yes. Tell me about a conversation that made you think. Yeah, uh, on Monday of this week, we spoke with um, biochemist. Cy Gart. Mm-hmm. And Cy told the story of growing up in a sort of very hardcore, uh, super duper leftist um, family. And committed to communism. Yes. Committed to living without any acknowledgement or belief or investigation about God at all. No, God was in many ways no. an enemy. So there's Cy, uh, very successful in his career, working, uh, oddly, at the University of Pittsburgh. Coming back from a speaking engagement in New York, he's driving on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. He picks up a, a conversation on Christian radio somewhere, he said, in rural Pennsylvania. And he's listening to the cadence of the pastor. And he's thinking to himself, what would I say if I was preaching? Except that he didn't believe in God, so that was going to be a weird sermon. So he starts to try it. And he's talking about Jesus and having a conversation. He's speaking out loud about Christ. And all of a sudden, he has to pull over to the side of the road because he starts crying and breaking down as he has what he described as a metaphysical experience Mm -hmm. where Christ came into his life. That was a great story. It was a great story. Sigh. And we've had... We've had a handful of these conversations in the last month. People who've been on our show who are scientists who are saying, I, I, I want to be as skilled in my science as possible. I want to be as detail-oriented. I want to be as accurate as I possibly can as, and as successful as I can in my job. Yeah. At the same time, I will say that there is not – that not everything in life can be discerned or investigated or discovered through science, that there are supernatural things. Yep. So, Sidegart, that was the conversation that, was a really that made me good, think. That was a really good one. Yeah. What um, about you? What, what made you think this week, Kath? 
I had four. Four? I, could, I had a really hard time deciding. You're such um, an overachiever. I, I just couldn't. There, we had a lot of cake. Tuesday's show at 410, Ron Archer joined us for mm-hmm. the hour. And his book uh, about belief, it's called What Belief Can Do. It's his personal story of being the child of uh, a girl who was trafficked. Um, when she found out she was pregnant, she was only 16 years old. She didn't know who the father was. He was a trick baby. Yeah, she, he was a trick baby. She uh, the her John made her obtain an abortion, which did not work. However, um, he the baby was born, which turned into Ron Archer, who was our guest. Yeah. And his life, the unbelievable upside down childhood he experienced two people the speech therapist who made an impact right and a local pastor yeah but before that i'm talking about the years of abuse he suffered physical abuse sexual abuse emotional abuse every type of abuse because of course his mom was victimized from the time that she was 14 i mean anyway it was just an incredible story about devastation and then the ministry of the people of god his his speech therapist at the age of 10 who just came in and said you know what you need to learn how to read. You're not doing a very good job, and you're also not a very good speaker. So let's pull out the Bible. And holy and smokes. I'm telling you, if you didn't hear any of that story, it's available on YouTube. I'll put a post up on Facebook. You have to see it. You ha- It is absolutely amazing. It was a good story. That's what made me think. Very nice. Okay, um, Kath, uh, amidst the turmoil, of yes. course, the stomach always cries out. So what did you eat this week? It was my husband's birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, Eric, Happy birthday, who Eric. I love and like. Outstanding, outstanding husband. Best I could have ever asked for. So I made him fish and chips. Oh, very nice. I felt good about it. It what? was spectacular. Was good. it, though? Really? Yeah, I got, kind of fish? I got cod at Woolies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he can't do fried food, so I baked it. It was delish. We had rolls from Mancini's. Mm. We had homemade tartar sauce, mm. and the chips were uh, russet potatoes. Very nice, mm-hmm. indeedy. Okay, that's a nice. how about you? Uh, there is a local uh, eatery in our neighborhood called Hanidis. Hanidis on Ardmore Boulevard, and it's a Mediterranean place. It is Mediterranean. Okay. So um, they bring. We often get the, the falafel, or the cauliflower, or the kibbe. Or the grape leaves, or the tabbouleh, or the hummus. Hanidis. What I wouldn't do for that Boulevard. right now. Fabulous Mediterranean food. You think they're still open? Oh, yeah. I know they Oh, are. great. Yeah. Okay, good. So you can take get takeout. Only, it's only oh, takeout. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so what'd you watch? What did I watch? I'm watching a Ken Burns series. On country ni- music? No. no. From I heard 1997. That's a new one. Uh, called American Lives. And it is a Haven't documentary. Each one is a, you know... Uh, he profiles Lewis and Clark. He uh, profiles mm-hmm. a woman who I did not know, Elizabeth uh, Cady Stanton, mm-hmm. who was an early suffragist. Yes. Frank Lloyd Wright, highly recommended. Uh, Ken Burns, of course, his documentaries are world famous. The, uh, the American Live series, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. Terrific piece. Wow. What That's about you? Good. I appreciate that. What are you watching? I've watched three movies. Well, hey, good for you because you're not a movie watcher. <laughs> I'm, it's a whole new world. Quarantine has mm, taken over. Good. As my daughter said the other night, I was trying to figure out whether I was going to eat a Mounds bar after dinner. And she says, she's listening to the other side of the room, Mom, it's quarantine. Live a little. <laughs> a Mounds bar. <laughs> really. I appreciated uh, that. Anyway, okay, we watched uh, Groundhog Day. Of course you did. Fabulous. I loved it. We watched National Treasure. Oh, yeah. That's Nicholas Cage. Movie. Yeah, sure, sure. And we watched Monuments Men, George Clooney. 
Three good choices. Three movies in a week. Very I feel like good. I feel like John Hall. Yeah, holy heck, the, the Earth has shifted, has it, it not? It was really good. Very yeah, nice. it's been it's been a lot of fun. Okay, what hacked you off? What hacked me off? I told the story at the top of the hour. My wife went to the Giant Eagle Pharmacy. <sighs> My wife thanked the woman. The woman said, "Oh, thank you so much. It's been such a horrible time. I've been receiving death threats. Please be kind. Nothing's. Don't be angry." Be kind to those we're connected Honestly. with. These are stressful times. I know you're people, stressed, but really, dial it back. People on the front lines are just trying to do their job as best they can, so be kind, yeah. please. Oh, I'm on your side. Or hack me off. Okay. John, if I hear one more personality, whether it's in print or on television or radio, tell us that this virus is not a big deal. Mm. I'm going to lose my mind. The deniers among us. I can't stand it. Yeah, just relax. How about this is a government plot? This is another way for the government to take over. Look, that is crazy talk. That is crazy talk. Just listen to the medical professionals. Do what they tell you to do and back up your conspiracy theories a little bit. We had this pastor, Pastor Paul Roberts, just tell us how horrible it was. Come on. Right. That hacked you off. Yeah, I'm really done. All right. But let's end on a positive note. Best news? China... They're a little funky, are they not? Their integrity is less than. However, I am believing the good news. Are you a bigot? No, no. Are you a racist? Do you dislike all people of Asian descent? No, 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 no. I'm just saying you never know what's going on behind you know those walls right the the leaders of china are less than forthcoming with the truth yes so anyway the good news is apparently that infections have apparently stopped in china that is the good news so if it's happening in china where it started so we can follow along yes whether it's two three weeks a month or whatever we can follow along and stop this and get back to the beauty and glory of our regular lives Mm The best news I heard this week was at 510 today mm. uh, because Paul Roberts, the pastor at Eastminster Prez, yeah. as you said, uh, has gotten COVID-19. He's very sick, but he is recovering. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, that was so good to hear. Yeah, it sure is, right? Because you hear doom and gloom and oh, ventilators and people by the tens of thousands and whatnot. So I know. Right and here in our own backyard? Yep. Good. Yeah, so we're happy about that. Anyway, nice. okay, hit your button. Okay. All right, that's our Week in Review. Our best to new Mike, who's at home ailing. Mike, get better, Our my gratefulness friend. goes out to Classic Mike, who's running our show today and happy experiencing birthday. a happy birthday. Salute you for that happy birthday. Right. Go out to dinner. No, oh, no, you can't. See, okay. that's mean that anyway, you would say it birthday. that way. Hello? Is this thing on? Okay, uh, could I get a little more volume? Oh, whoa! Okay, never mind. It's fine. Just there, right where it is. Hey, if your AV system sounds like this, or if it sounds like this, or if it sounds like this, you need good sound. Uh, guys, I think we lost... Uh, okay, hey, we're back. You need good sounds. Good Sounds specializes in design and installation of audio-visual equipment for churches and schools. You might not need new equipment. An expert adjustment might be all you need to get the most out of the equipment you already have. So visit GoodSoundDesign.com. Oh, come on! Uh, That's GoodSoundDesign.com and click the $99 evaluation to schedule a general tune-up and review of your current AV system today. Because remember, if it can't be heard... Let's try that again. If it can't be heard, it can't be good. Good sounds. Book now at goodsounddesign.com. 
They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news, and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals, and I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects, you get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. College, career path. These are major decisions high school students face. Help your child go from anxious and overwhelmed to confident and clear about the future with help from experienced career coach Emily Milius. Visit launchconsulting.io to learn more. Closing out a great week. In spite of the situation on the ride home with John. I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> We're streaming live. If you want to watch the show on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM. Yep. And if you were not able to watch any of it, you can just watch it when you get home once it's uploaded in its entirety. Hey, good news to close out the show today. There's an article in the uh, Today's Wall Street Journal. It is uh, Dateline Berlin. When Belgium banned visits to nursing homes in mid-March to shield residents from the new coronavirus, the co-founder of a robotics company had an idea. Fabrice Goffin, who's co-chief executive of a company called Zorobots, had seen orders for the company's robots plummet. And of course, you know, nobody wants to buy anything right now. But the machines, he decided, could be used to help those now cut off from their families. What? The robots who respond to simple voice commands can make video calls and connect even the least tech savvy to their relatives in seconds. So within days of marketing the robots to nursing homes, Zorobot's stock of 70 robots were all gone. Mr. Goffin is now bringing over 700 more from its manufacturer to lend to nursing homes all over Europe free of charge. Oh, that's so cool. They said, we have many people who face loneliness in retirement homes, it's important they have a lot of communication. I love it. Yeah. So there are all sorts of stories in here about different things. Talks about Meals on Wheels. This is a cool story. Uh, In Germany, which has one of the world's oldest populations and the fifth highest number of infections, um, it's been really difficult. Students in Romania, Spain, and the U.S. are setting up food delivery services. What? Okay. Here's one in Madrid. I'm kind of condensing several stories here. But in Madrid, one of the hardest hit cities of Spain, more than 7,400 400 volunteers registered on the launch day of a new internet platform to provide services for the elderly and other vulnerable groups, according to the regional government. 
Isn't that terrific? Quote, we have cases of people living alone that don't have food beyond today or tomorrow. So we need to be the ones who step in. Okay, so I'm glad Isn't you that said great? that. That's fabulous news. The idea of, we did a family group chat. And of course, I've got five sisters and extended cousins and all that. In this group chat, um, four of the people in my family in the group chat are alone in their apartments mm-hmm. or their houses. Yeah. There's a lot of people yep. who are isolated right now. So these days, I mean, we're going to go home to family. We're going to see family. It makes all the difference in the world. Okay, listen to this. A woman by the name of Ruth Chaloner, she's a British psychotherapist. She has set up a free online clinic where she offers 20-minute therapy sessions. I mean, like, talk about your fears, talk about mm. to the elderly and others in isolation. Over 140 psychotherapists have already signed up to help in the service, which is set to launch next week. So you can talk to someone yep. for 20 minutes. Yep. I mean, no matter And you what, can call back yeah. another time, set up another appointment, talk to somebody again. How about this? Milan Helps. It's a hotline for the elderly and other vulnerable residents to help organize food and medicine deliveries during the emergency. They've received 750 calls since it was activated on March 12th. Oh, wow. It's specifically dedicated to the elderly who live in public housing, and they're going to be called and monitored daily. People are good, right? People are good. Stepping up. Okay, thinking about that, what about, we've been talking about people all, what about your pets? Do you have enough pet food? I've got cat food. I've got dog food. I'm good. I got a bag, and I I think it's a a big bag, so I'll I'll be, Mike, you're a pet lover, you're as well, you're okay, thumbs up. I'm concerned, no, I'm not. My cats are concerned about cat treats. Oh. They're wondering if we have enough stockpiled. I'm a, I'm a little low on dog treats. Mm-mm, Gus is not going to be happy. What are you going to do? You know, I'll go, maybe I'll get some. The supply chain is strong. Supply have chain no is fear. Strong. Listen, say your prayers. Yeah. Right? Be Thanks for contact. being with us this week. Love you guys. We're mm-hmm. so greatly Reach appreciative of your, uh, mm-hmm. of your community here. And uh, yeah, just pass it along. Yeah. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.